Hi, friend. Hi, friend. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm pumped that we get to do some more podcasts again. Same here. What Same about here. hockey? Are you ready for hockey to start up? Yes, I'm so excited hockey is starting up again. Um, but I'm definitely going to be missing the community aspect this year. Yeah, I think you have to get a little more creative with stuff, right? Do you have something going on? Yeah, so there are some companies that are still able to bring excitement to the hockey community. Um, one of them being the Chevrolet Good Deeds Cup. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me a little bit about that. What What is that exactly? So this will be actually the fifth season for Chevrolet Good Deeds Cup. Um, so this time um, they're asking you to submit ideas. So usually like a team, you get your team together and you you do a pitch about what you're doing in the community with your team that's, you know, giving back and doing all these good deeds. But this time you're at, we're asking to submit ideas. So um, it's really easy to submit an idea. You safely record a video pitching your good deed idea on your team's Twitter account. So it has to be on okay. your team registered teams and their Twitter account. So, and you submit your good deed and you can win a hundred thousand dollars towards a charity of your choice. Yo. Yes. And for every good deed submitted, Chevrolet will donate $50 to the Hockey Canada Foundation Assist Fund. So cool. So it's all through youth. It's for youth hockey. Youth hockey teams can get involved in this. Yes, exactly. Oh, so I love it. Yeah. And so anyone can go look on it and just read the guidelines, but it's chevroletgooddeedscup.ca for all the information. Okay. And do you guys have some ideas already? Are you brainstorming or what's going on? Yeah, you know, working with the kids on what we can do. So obviously, like what? throw some at me. Or you don't want to, <laughs> do you not want to share it on here? No, I want to win. Wow. No. <laughs> I'll keep you posted. Okay, I love it. Good luck. So I'll share my, uh, my ideas with you on the side since um, I don't have any little hockey players there. <laughs> exactly. Give me your ideas. I love it. Hey there, it's Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we want to blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have. Codette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on our way to Super Momit, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time. Bridge smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right. Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up because the boys aren't the only ones with the stories. Here we go. It's 2021, and we're excited to start the new year with today's fabulous guest, Christina Marlowe. She's a competitive woman from a large family, mom of four boys, a San Jose native, and fiercely supportive partner of Sharks forward Patrick Marlowe. With over 1,700 NHL games played, an impressive list of accolades, and two Olympic gold medals, this beautiful couple of 22 years and counting is still playing the game and having fun. We're honored to have Christina join us today. Hi, Christina. How's it going? Hi. It's going. Yeah? It's going. <laughs> It's great to see you. Thank you. It's good to see you guys too. Thanks so much for coming on. I know it's a crazy time with everyone just jumping back in uh, to their online school or whatever everyone's doing. Oh yeah, my boys are doing online school for the next two weeks, so super fun around here. Yeah, oh. seriously, I'm doing it over here just for the week, but it's it's interesting, that's for sure. And then if you don't stay on them, like one of my kids missed like a whole science block the other day. I'm like, dude. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. In there. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, one of them is missing a class right now, but I give up. I don't care. It's my kindergartner, so whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> you, can, you can pick up on sharing a little bit later in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, me. too. Oh, my exactly. gosh. This is, this is our first um, episode back from our, we took a little break. So it's it's nice for the holidays just to kind of be with everybody and chill out and now we're back so happy new year thanks for being our first guest of 2021 i hope it's a better year thanks for having me <laughs> yeah we're all hoping for that everybody needs to uh, be positive except for I, I saw one of those memes though where it's like um you know hope for a better year it's like 2021 six days in and then like that picture of the guy <laughs> i'm like oh here we go <laughs> i know i do find i do find the memes 
entertaining though. Like I saw my favorite meme so far has been the one where it said, just wait, you think the world's bad now, wait for 20 years when the country's run by a bunch of kids who are homeschooled by alcoholics. That was (laughs) my favorite one. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. We'll see what shape we're in then. Yeah. 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 Hope it's better. Oh man. Oh Oh, my gosh. gosh. So So you're, you're at home in San Jose? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then but the sharks are in Phoenix because they're not allowed to practice here. Right, I right. remember reading that. Yeah. When did they take off? Um, I th- the thirtieth, I think. Okay. So, they so they've been gone. Yeah, they've been gone a little over a week. They got to go early. They got to start early because the team didn't make the playoffs last year. Right. Because I guess three extra days of practice is going to make a difference. <laughs> what? I was like, wait a second. So don't make the playoffs so you get to have three extra You get, yeah, you get to have, have three, three extra, extra days of training camp. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, congrats. <laughs> Interesting. I'm in Scottsdale, lucky, lucky. actually. So I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> so there, are they practicing? They're at Ice Den then, Bridge? Yep. Are they using that rink? Okay. Yeah. We live like five minutes from the ice den so yeah well they're at the fairmont right now and then they're moving to glendale on the i don't know another day 13th i think yeah that makes sense then they'll be out there yeah so are they planning to play there i mean i know this is so unknown but are they planning at this point to play the beginning of their season there or they've scheduled them all here in arizona it's all tbd right now so Santa Clara County is not allowing any professional sports. So I know the 49ers went to uh, Scottsdale as well, I believe, or Phoenix. And right now it's like, we don't know if it's going to be, if they're going to get to come home, you know, February, March, April, May, we have no idea. So then Glendale would also be home ice for San Jose. Yeah. So when they have a home game, say like, Dallas goes and plays San Jose at home in the yeah. for right now that's going to be in Scottsdale that's okay so, so they're here right now for training camp will they yeah. go back to San Jose then or will they stay here like will they just fly in the day before a game and play here no, they're no they're in Scottsdale or yeah Scottsdale or whatever road city they're on they won't be in San Jose until they're allowed because they can't work out here they can't go to the rink they can't go on the ice nothing wild they can't do anything so Mm -hmm. are they planning at this point any of the guys to are they renting Airbnbs like what are you doing so I know that um, they the Sharks have a call with the Santa Clara County directors like the health directors next week but the you know if if they do have to stay i know some guys are going to be getting uh like rental properties airbnb whatever and they'll be staying i'm sure if they're going to be there for the majority of the season uh families may be going um i can't because the kids will hopefully be in school like in person uh on january 19th so right so there's no way to come no It was, I was just listening to Brian Burke doing an interview on TV and he was saying like, if it was up to him, he would do room checks on people like all the time. He's like, I've never done a room check ever in my career, but he's like, I would be doing it now. <laughs> well, you just like, cause if one per the problem is if one person is irresponsible, then it can affect the whole team. And then I think if it's, I forget the exact number. I think if it's six guys test positive, it, they shut down for a certain amount of days. Oh my gosh. That would yeah. be a nightmare. So, that would be so they really they have to, to be that. so disciplined on their own because they don't need to be chained in like they were I just feel like it was like prison the bubble originally it worked obviously but it was yeah. a little bit fucked up kind of well, Patrick, I don't know Patrick says this is almost worse because in the bubble you were like you had every, you could leave and go anywhere within that bubble right like right you had your hotel the the places you could walk and get food whatever it was where they are now they're really not supposed to leave the room it's crazy. Oh. And there you are looking out your window at this gorgeous resort. Like the temperature is amazing here. I get daily updates about these ducks. I guess his room, you can see a pond with ducks. Yeah. And so he has to tell me all about the ducks. I guess it's mating season. So he's telling me about them. They leave at 530. I get like these long, <laughs> interesting I have to tell you guys like the funniest story, one funny story, totally sidetracking, sorry, but Jason was just in the bubble for World Juniors, but they were in quarantine for 14 days. So they're trying to keep the guys like doing stuff for 14 days while they're alone in these rooms, like, 
you can't crack a window like it's just crazy so they got them all canvases like a little canvas and paint and they did an online zoom painting <laughs> class a bob ross painting class so then they all had to hold up their painting after and one of the kids did it, his painting on the back side and I was like oh my god what a space he was like so proud and I'm like he's probably like mine is already framed like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so stinking Aww. cute but like that that is pretty cute well because what are they like 15 16 something like that 16 to 20 yeah oh is that okay yeah, yeah still but it's still so funny I was like his face he was like like so pumped I'm like dude wrong side. oh my god that's but to hilarious. try to entertain like to stay entertained now he's like resorted to ducks like <laughs> maybe he needs a canvas and he can paint the ducks so they don't even have a ballroom that they can go to like a so they can be together in a room there there is like a there is a room that they can go to but they really can't like they're not supposed to hang out they're not supposed to do anything so it's kind of I think at one point the guys had like rollers and they were playing like uh, bowling with the rollers yeah. But, yeah but you know they can't they can't uh they're not supposed to like mingle outside really the room so it's Which, like again oh, like uh, going back to like things not making sense like like jason same thing like sorry to keep coming back to this but like at the hotel they weren't allowed to hang out but then they would go to the rink on and, the ice in the locker room on the bus yeah none of this makes sense no, it doesn't. I feel like a lot of time, some of that stuff is just kind of for show. You know, you can do the things, but I think clearly everyone's no just, yeah, they're just flying by the seat of their pants here. No one knows what they're doing. Yeah, 100%. it's a mystery. So this kind of takes me to this then with you guys. Like he, so Patrick's 41. He's played in over 1700 games. Unbelievable. Oh Unbelievable. God. So obviously the Stanley Cup is the ultimate goal here. Yeah. Is like, what is it? I mean, you can't, I know you can't say what, what he's feeling about this, but like this last season and this season with these big question marks, I don't know. How are you feeling about all that? I mean, I just, it's hard. It's hard because I, I know how badly he, he wants that. Like that's the, that's the only goal he's ever had is to win. Like games played doesn't really matter. You know, those personal things don't matter. He wants a cup. And mm -hmm. as long as he wants to keep, trying we'll support him i mean yeah i think i have the single parent thing down for half the season pretty good now so yes <laughs> as long agreed. as he wants to keep trying i'll we'll support him but yeah keep yeah. holding down for it mm -hmm. you know that's the thing people always ask like how do you do it and you're like you just do like you get into such a routine without them that yeah it and it's you. like and it's all we've ever known right like mm -hmm. we've never known a husband that's been home every day all the time and i think for me, that would be obnoxious to oh, have like someone it, home. Like the ever. first part of COVID? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you have something to do? Can't yeah. you go? <laughs> well, Please and, go for a walk. <laughs> and this has been your entire life, too. So I always think mm -hmm. that, too, because Ray and I, Ray played for 23 years, too, and we were 19 when we got together. I mean, I grew up, I grew up with him in the league at the same right. time, you know? Yep. So this is our life. And um, this is just such an odd time in it. So I just feel like that heart and passion for winning, it's, it's just really, it just continues to drive him, which I think is amazing mm -hmm. because you could just say, you know what, I'm done. I'm not doing it like this anymore. The sacrifice is too great, but the end game is what, what you want to do is you, you, you want him to win too. You want it for him too. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've, I see how much he puts into it every year, right? It's not just on the ice. It's the off season. It's the training, uh, like weekends, if they don't have practice, it's all that stuff. And it's, you just want to see him. You just want to, if you, when you love someone, you just want them to get what they, what they've been striving for their whole life. So, yeah. you know, if there's anything we can do to make it easier then. Yeah, I agree. And oh my God, like he's 41. He has barely missed any games even. Like he, crazy. he's like freaking Iron Man. <laughs> like when when you look at like the games played and each year it's like there's a couple with like 78 out of an 82 game season plus ne never mind the playoffs but I'm just like he's barely missed games even Ray had like big chunks of seasons that he had stupid injuries and stuff so I mean knock on wood he's been lucky he's been he hasn't he, I think the last time he missed a game was March or April 2009 wow that's insanity holy that's impressive God. there's days i can barely make it out of the house and he doesn't miss games like 
<laughs> I know it. I've said this before too. I'll never forget it. Um, Ray was still playing here in Phoenix. So, I mean, I don't know. We were 38. I know we were 38 because I remember my body hurt and he, and I, for whatever reason, I was like sore from a workout. And then it just dawned on me as I'm driving. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm just sore from a workout that nobody's like slamming me against the boards or hitting me. And then I got home and I was like, hey, you know, all those times that I kind of didn't give a shit that your body hurt. Well, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> I kind of take it back. Are you sure it was from a workout, Bridget, or was it from tailgating? <laughs> Could have been tailgating. Yeah. Tailgate injuries from, yeah, that's true. You were here. <laughs> from playoffs. <laughs> I love it. So you're holding down four with all four boys. How four many dogs? boys, two dogs, two dogs, a cat, and a snake. Oh, no. Nice. <laughs> Do you take the snake out and hold it? I don't know if I could have that. Harper yeah. keeps asking for a snake, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. Well, this one, it's a baby right now. It's our second snake. It's a baby, so it's like the size of a, a long pencil. Like, it's super skinny. There's, yeah. I mean, they're harmless. Ooh, it would be kind of fun to wear it as a bracelet out. Yeah, <laughs> like, you could. Let it climb up and down like your a little arm. bangle. <laughs> yeah. Jason can't even look at snakes. Like, he can't walk by the display case at the zoo or, like, anything. There's no way a snake would be living in our house. That's how I am with like mice and rats. I can't. They, oh I can't. Yeah, like even in the pet I store, I can't. Like, oh, it gives me the EBGBs just thinking about it. I like to see them in a cage. I'm okay with everybody in a cage. <laughs> I don't know if I need to see them anywhere else. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, Mama, you are busy. You are. And you're in San Jose and you're from, let's like go all the way back. So okay. you're from San Jose yourself. Yep. And yeah. you grew up in a huge family. Tell us a little about. A bit about that. Um, so I have three sisters. I'm the oldest. I have three sisters, two brothers. And although that sounds big, uh, my dad is one of 16. Wow. He's the 13th of 16. Uh, all singletons. <laughs> all home births. Wow. Um, yeah. So that was my grandma. She's she was a saint, and she also had uh, hyperemesis gravidarium. Or I'm not. I'm, I know I'm not saying that right, but that like severe morning sickness where you throw up all nine months. No, she way. had that with each of her pregnancies. Yeah, what? Is she still yeah. she is, and she's still. Well, it's that like old school Catholic. You know, you get what God gives you. Yeah, <laughs> she just she just kept going. Yeah. So I grew up with like, I, you know, we've kind of lost count, but it's like 50 something first cousins. And we, um, that my dad's family immigrated here from Portugal when they were, my dad was, uh, nine or 10. Okay. So all the cousins grew up here in San Jose. So we grew up like super, super close. We all lived within a couple blocks of each other. So, so it was, fun. yeah, it was awesome. That is so. awesome. And are you all still getting together? We don't as much anymore because we have like our own families and all that, but we still try to at least like once a year, although this year we couldn't. That's kind of amazing to have such a, such a support system then in, in hockey. This is very rare. You guys have played, you've been in San Jose for most of Patrick's career, like aside from Toronto for two years and then Pittsburgh for what is it? Short layover. (laughs) <laughs> little layover in but that's that's incredible it just doesn't happen often in hockey where you're in the same city and where you're from there and you've got this amazing yeah. support system has that yeah. um I mean I don't you don't even have anything to compare it to really well like- you know it for the first like 18 years we were together it was just what it was right like oh yeah he plays here but my family's from here and I didn't think it was like I knew we were lucky, but I didn't realize the extent of that until we went to Toronto. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I found myself completely alone. Like we didn't have any family nearby. Patrick's family is from Saskatchewan. So they're nowhere close to that. Right. So that was like eye opening. It gave me a new respect for these girls that do this every year, new spot, new city, you know, it's, yeah. it was well, not easy. Bridget and I were saying that like, it's like, like looking at your fun facts and that you hadn't moved out of San Jose till 2017. We're like, how's that possible? Cause like we think about how much we've moved and all like all that kind of stuff. And yeah, you haven't done it. And that's why oh, I had to get, away, yeah, to I get had, away with it for that long. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I said, we didn't realize how lucky we were until, you know, we did move and we were like, wait, this, this is harder than we anticipated. And even for Patrick, like he didn't, you know, he came here at, he was 17 when he moved to San Jose. So he didn't realize 
how difficult it was to go to a new city as an older guy and to try to like learn the layout and yeah you know all the all the things that go with that for them too right because you're trying to it's brand new and it's funny because you watch people come in but you're you're still living your own world so you're you're it's it's really hard to fathom like like you said you didn't fully understand it until you had to do it yourself the longest that we were anywhere was five years in north carolina and even there was a lot of change over in that time too but i had a hard time because my best friends kept leaving and i was like oh my god who are these imposters wearing my best friend's husband's numbers like you know like yeah. and then of course you learn to love them but i would just uh, right it's odd to be the one left behind too but for 17 yeah. years that's a lot of that's a lot of goodbyes well, too it, well, yeah, it's a lot of goodbyes. Um, I was really lucky in that Joe Thornton's wife, Tabea, like they were here, they just left this year to, to Toronto, but um, like she was here for a super long time as well. So, you know, it was kind of the two of us, like we would watch people come and go and then Susan Burns came, they've been here for uh, like close to 10 years. So here in San Jose, we've been lucky, we've had a, a, like a group that's, you know, yeah. us old gals have been around a while. <laughs> I know. I, I, like when I first kind of started following you, you guys are in Toronto and it um, seems like you had fun there though. Like it's, I mean, obviously you're away from home it so did. you kind of make the most of it, but you guys seem to be yeah. having such a good time. It was awesome. Like it, there no regrets at all. That was an amazing, amazing experience. The boys still like, they're like, we want to go back. We love, no. <laughs> did they, did they love it there too then? They did. Yeah. I mean, they missed, you know, grandma, grandpa, aunts and uncles, cause whatever, yeah. but it was, you know, to have that experience and, you know, the guys, the group there is amazing. The guys, the girls, everything. Um, but yeah, just, it was a whole new life for us. We don't yeah. get snow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Completely different world. Did you find that you relied a little bit more than on the team of ladies in Toronto than maybe yeah. you would in San Jose? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, here, if, the guys had a day off or, you know, whatever I could go hang out with my, my family or my sisters or whatever. Like, you know, there was, there was, I don't want to say options, but I had a, a life outside of hockey mm -hmm. or I do have a life outside of hockey there. And in Toronto, it took me a long time to get that, like those friendships outside of the rink. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, it was, I really did have to get into the team more quickly there. Yeah. I, I could see that. Do you think, um, do you think it was difficult too in San Jose? I know you're back there now, but with such a big family and all the, all these people surrounding you to really immerse yourself into the sharks family as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because I have so much outside of hockey, it's, it's definitely more difficult for me here to really like embrace. I don't want to say that that's not the right word, but like get into the team as much just because I've got so much outside of it happening. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So, um, and how old are all your boys? Um, oldest is 12. That's Landon. We have Brody who's 11. Jagger is nine. And then Caleb is six. Okay. Cute. Cute names. It's like a rock band, little rock band. <laughs> <laughs> they make as much noise as a rock band too yeah that's what they're supposed to do what I are know, seriously I love yeah. yeah are they all playing hockey or are they following your dancing footsteps and your, your no rhythm? they're they're hockey they're definitely into hockey uh, yeah. although not this year they're kind of practicing with their teams once in a while but yeah they're definitely following dad's footsteps in that one <laughs> So Lily no bark. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. They like to be on the podcast too, the animals. They bring <laughs> it all around. Add to the chaos, right? Did you guys I know we, we kind of jumped right into the whole ho your hockey life here, but um yeah. did you end up going to Pittsburgh at all? I know it was short stint and it was just before the whole world blew up with COVID. Yeah, I I did. So um his first game in Pittsburgh, we I Caleb and I actually got to go, which was awesome awesome uh we went you know when, when he so right after he got traded they actually played in san jose so he stayed back we packed for months for him because he you know this yeah, was going to be a long Pittsburgh. stay or a yeah. few months anyway yeah <laughs> and then uh so we flew back with him we got to go to one or two games and then i flew back with uh caleb and i think like a week later the season was called off and he flew home 
And then in the summer, right before they went back for uh, the, the bubble, we went there for about a month. The whole oh. family went for a month. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So did you just get a fun. hotel or just rent, you just had a rental for the month? No, we, uh, we rented Mark Recchi's, uh, house. Oh. So we stayed, yeah, <laughs> we stayed there. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, that's perfect. So then, but the boys didn't get, all of them didn't get to see a game at that point. Cause then everyone was going into the bubble. Right. So we all, um, we all went to the game in San Jose, the whole family. Yeah. And then just, uh, Caleb and I went to the one or two games in Pittsburgh, okay. but then now we didn't get to see any of the bubble games in person. Right. How did um, how was that when, after playing in San Jose for so long, he's playing for San Jose and then for you to watch him, let's back up to Toronto, but how did that feel seeing him in a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey for the first time? <laughs> uh, honestly, I cried. The first time he put it on, I cried. Yeah, it was, it, it's, it was just weird to see him in something else and then to like to see his name and number on the back was like it broke my heart a bit, you know, yeah. it was, it was a lot more, again, a lot more difficult than I anticipated, but I grew to love that, that logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. And was it, was it cool for Patrick though, like being Canadian to get a chance at a Canadian team? Oh yeah. He's like, he, he loved, loved, loved being there. Yeah. Yeah. I remember everything that, like, about it, it yeah yeah like Jason was with American teams for a while and then he's a BC boy and then you know getting traded to Vancouver was like okay this is so neat like it was just it's such a different experience and to right? play, but yeah yeah and to play for one of the original six was really cool too for him oh yeah yeah it's just funny what you said like you were surprised that it hit you so hard but that's understandable too I mean it's always weird we Ray played on eight different NHL teams. He's actually drafted by the Sharks in their inaugural season. So um, yeah. <laughs> I always have a little piece of the Sharks with me. But um, you do, it's odd, but at, that's after like three years on a team or, you know, five was the max for us, but 17 years in one city. And then to be, I just can't imagine because I even got a little, you know, each team it's like, oh my gosh, it's so weird. Or if you're used to seeing red jerseys all the time or a teal, well, you're still in the same color family, but. It was funny because it like. Colors, you're like, what? When, from teal to blue, I mean, there's, you know, it's not the same, but it's kind of close. But then when he went to Pittsburgh and he was in that black and gold, I was like, what in the world? Yeah. <laughs> Who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool though. Like that's saying, like, I mean, he's ha obviously had an incredible career and. Yeah good to go check it out like in another city right too just see and it's fun for them just to see how teams do it differently and and it's um, like when you get the opportunity to go somewhere you know go to a new city for you know a couple years or a couple months or whatever and get to experience it so you know we yeah. embrace it well and I loved it I thought it was just so funny like I said I really started following you guys and well for your twitter or whatever when you went to Toronto and um you guys adopted a few t guys off the team so you had you had extra kids <laughs> We had extra kids, yeah. The, the loudest boys. ones for sure. <laughs> Your boys must have loved having them there though. So you guys had always had like Mitch Marner, right? Yeah, Mitch and Austin would come over and hang out. And they're like they're, you know, they were 19, 20. They were like kids themselves. So yeah. like, they would go down <laughs> they would go down in the, the hockey room with our boys and Patrick and I would stay up in the kitchen like, <laughs> like just let them like, do yes. whatever they do. <laughs> we got like manis yeah exactly but that's so fun like those memories are like seriously incredible your boys will never forget that no and it was good for Patrick too like it I think after so many years of playing it's not that he didn't love it but seeing the joy those young guys brought to the rink and brought to the game it it really kind of like sparked that that love for it for him again right nice and fresh again yeah it's yeah, that's exciting. Eyes. You kind of forget about that. I mean, it's it's their jobs, but everybody needs a little, like you said, it kind of sparked the fire. It's 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 good to have. Yeah, that. yeah, it was and good for it was good for him. Did you feel like that was good for you too? Like, did you get were you getting a little jaded at all after you know him having played for so long? I think so. Like, you just kind of I don't want to say you take it for granted, but it just becomes so you know, part of your daily routine that you don't even really think about it. And it's, you know, just becomes part of your day. But going there changed 
everything. It changed, it, it changed our relationship. I think it made it a lot, we were a lot stronger. Um, it changed the way, like the respect I had for what he was doing. It changed the respect that he had for me because, you know, within six weeks I packed up a house we got a house, we put kids in school and we moved to a new country, you know, and like, I'm not the only girl that does that. Girls do that all the time. But I think he was like, oh, wow. So it, you know, it just brought us, it brought it, it, it was good for us. And, you know, there's no regrets at all about that. And I'm, I'm glad we did it. And it was, you know, because it was new, it was exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good to change it up, right? Like, Yeah, for sure. It is. I love to hear that you got closer to that makes sense. I feel like even with our families too, as we moved, our kids got even closer when we had to move because they were, they're built in buddies and it was good. Yep. And then hearing you say that again, I think that's, that's true too. Your partner really steps up because they realize you're on your own yeah. and in your situation after moving, playing so long in one city and leaving where your entire family is. Yeah. It's like double whammy. Yeah. He was great about it. Like he, you know, what he helped so much. I mean, he's always been super helpful at home, but there it was like, he really stepped it up what's a what's a one of your favorite hockey memories oh boy um, i'm sure you have like so many. Yeah. so many you know what my favorite my favorite one is probably when they won the gold medal in vancouver oh that yeah a cool one that yeah. was that, that gives was me amazing. goosebumps when you just said it actually <laughs> yeah that was unbelievable that was even though it was against the USA and I'm American. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> My heart was a little torn. I mean, just a tiny bit, but no, it yeah. to see him win the gold medal was unbelievable. No kidding. Understandable. That's, yeah, that's amazing. Especially in a city like Vancouver. Like they're yeah, so- Yeah, winning it in Canada. Yeah, yeah they're so was, hockey crazy. Like that would have been insane. We had, we had two of our sons there and one of them was just a baby. He had pneumonia the first week we were there. It was awful. Oh my of God. course, right? Of course. <laughs> Adds to the story. Yep. yep. <laughs> so did you, you went to school for child development. Mm-hmm. Was that in San Jose? Yep. Yeah. 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 And I, it was during the, right before um, the lockout in 04, 05, I forget. I had three more credits and then we decided, well, we're going to use this opportunity to travel and, you know, go do stuff. And we did, which was awesome. And then right after that season, I got pregnant and I never went back and got my degree. And so, yeah, that's my one regret. Oh, you can always get it. You can yeah. still, you can still Yeah, get I can it. always go back. Yeah. I can go back, but you now with what time? <laughs> exactly. Well, if everyone's doing online school, maybe you should do it too. <laughs> Maybe and I can go back. <laughs> join up online. I mean, I would say you probably have your master's in child development. You're the oldest of what, six kids? But, and you now you have yeah. your own crew of four. I think you're And just, we have four. Yeah. We'll give you a, you, you get an honorary degree. Exactly. I get honorary. Perfect. Honorary exactly. master's. Honorary master's. I love it. How did you and Patrick meet? Um, so I worked for the sharks in the accounting department when I was in college. Um, and it's funny cause I'd seen some of the guys, Brian Marchment, uh, would come in and, you know, get tickets or whatever. And he always told me, oh, there's, you know, there's this young player who you want to, like, I, I want to hook you guys up and I think you guys would be perfect together. I'm like, nope, not interested. So, um, I had seen this one guy always show up like when all the uh, workers for the rink would show up. So I thought he was one of the ushers because he looked young. (laughs) And I was telling my boss, there's this super cute guy who works here, but I'm too like embarrassed to go introduce myself. And I told her about it like for a month or so. And then one day I was standing next to her and he walks by. I'm like, that's him. That's the worker. She's like, you are an idiot. <laughs> That's Patrick Marlowe. He plays here. So, and then Brian Marchment happened to come in a couple days later and he's like, Hey, I really want to introduce, I really want to introduce you to my friend, Patrick. He's, you guys would be good together. And so we ended up getting introduced by him and that was it. I oh, actually it. I, t- I told my dad that I was going to go on a date with him. My dad's like, nope, no way. They're players on and off the ice. Like, you can't go on a date with him. I said, well, just, just meet him. So he met him and now he likes Patrick more than he likes me. Oh, I love 
So did you have to convince your dad to let you go out with him or did you just Um no, I mean I was I was 19, so it's not like he could stop me, but I just said right. I like I've always been like a super like good girl, follow the rules. I never got in trouble. Like I was one of those, you know. So when I said I just like just trust me and then he met him and he was fine, but our first date was we went to Christmas in the park. It's like this um, outdoor park in downtown San Jose and kids from like different schools decorate trees and they have like, you know, cute little Christmas decorations and you can walk through and get hot chocolate, little snacks and stuff. So that's, we did that. And then we went to go see a movie, which was the Prince of Egypt. It's a cartoon, Disney cartoon. Love it. <laughs> and then we had milkshakes. Like, cute. I mean, I mean, we were 19. We couldn't go to a bar. We couldn't yeah. order wine. <laughs> So that was our first date. That's really cute. I have a question for you. So <laughs> yeah. did you have to quit your job then? Cause like some teams have like the no dating rule. Yeah. Well, I was just like a part-time employee, but um, okay. it was about a six months or a year later I did just cause it was uncomfortable and I got a job yeah. somewhere else. I have to, I have to touch on this cause seriously, Bridge and I loved your fun facts. So um, again, for people <laughs> listening, we always ask for fun facts to kind of get to know people a bit better. And, um, we love that you love to dress up like that is amazing. <laughs> so can you please describe the, when you go on trips and you guys dress up in off. costumes, right? We're talking about dressing up yeah. in costumes, not just like dressing up. Well, we do both. So, awesome. okay. So when we go I'll, first question, the <laughs> trips, um, we do this thing called dress your spouse night. So if we go on a trip with uh, like a group of friends, the guys go shopping and the girls go shopping and we get each other the most ridiculous outfits you've ever seen. Like we put the guys in like gold sequin tank tops one year. Oh my God. <laughs> Jean shorts, fanny packs, the whole bit, like socks and sandals, visors. And then um, we it. go out to a nice restaurant and yeah. I can't. Oh, I, think this I is love the best it. idea. I can't. Yeah, I can't it's believe. It's so fun. I've never gotten to experience anything like that. Now I'm pissed. We're, we're gonna need <laughs> a picture. We need pictures of this. Yeah. We have pictures. Yeah, we have pictures. We've done it with you know just like one or two couples. We've done it with I think like up to four other couples, and it's like it's so fun. And people just stare when you walk by. They think you're absolutely crazy, which you are, but that's okay. You're having fun. Whatever. Yeah, you never exactly. see them again. And, and do the outfits typically like match fun. each other? So the girls go shopping oh, yeah. together. Do like, the, so the outfits are usually very themed slightly. Oh, yeah. Like it's as ridiculous as you can get. Like, yeah. And then so usually the guys all match and the girls all match. Mm -hmm. So what's oh. the worst slash best thing you've ever had to wear on one of those? Oh, boy. Oh, gosh. Um, Patrick, well, the guys put us in like tutus one year with these like ridiculous shirts and then knee high, knee high socks with tutus and then these hats. And yeah, oh I have oh. pictures. I'll have to find them. Yeah, you'll have to definitely <laughs> send some. As you said, you guys even do like um, your game nights, you're even dressing up. Yeah, no, well, not every night, but yes, okay. we do it. We'll do like, you know, maybe one night a week, we do like a themed dress up because my sister and her family live next door. Yeah. So it's been great because we've quarantined with them and, you know, the kids are in bed and you can only watch so much Netflix. So we do like game nights and <laughs> we'd like, should we do a theme night tonight? Sure. So do you keep all the outfits on? Like, do you have like a full closet or? Well, usually we well, I mean, some stuff we have from like Halloween or whatever, but a lot of the times it's, you know, you just use what you've got in your closet to try to go with the theme. Like we did his last night here before he left for Phoenix. We did, uh, we dressed up as nerds. So that was fun. What about your boys? <laughs> Do they like to dress up? Um, not as much. They think we're, they think we're pretty weird, but whatever. I don't care. <laughs> they're going to take that with them into adulthood though. I, they're going to, they're going to be those, they'll be like you, I would guess. Totally. It's funny because Patrick said something once, like, I hope that their wives want, like, like to have fun when, you know, when they get married or like, well, so he likes it. He obviously likes it because yeah. he's hoping the same for them. For them. <laughs> What's your go-to game? Oh, there's so many. I would say over quarantine, I think our favorite game was probably Sequence. Oh, I love okay. the game. game sequence. And we would do um, the guys versus the girls and we won every time, which was awesome. I hate to lose, especially against him. Oh, so do I. <laughs> I, do I hate it. 
like I get angry about it and then like I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> Another competitive hockey wife. Yeah, weird. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of us. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I think it's something that they're drawn to. The guys it, are drawn to. <laughs> it, it must be because I really I think I feel like every girl we've ever talked to, they're like, no, I don't like to lose. I'm in it, no matter what it is. Mm-mm. I'm in. Yeah. So, do you have any plan on coming out to Arizona? They the boys go back to school, um, like school school on the nineteenth. Okay. So that's when the season starts. So I don't I don't think so. Yeah. Unfortunately, we would have been able to go uh, before, like right now, but the team didn't want family there yet. So the vast majority of guys are just staying in their rooms. There's, I think there's always the few that like to push the limits, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I know it's well, crazy. I just don't get any, like, well, I mean, this, this time around, well, at least in Alberta, like the COVID rules just don't make any sense. Um, so I'm just curious to see how they do all this with not bubbling the guys, right? Like it's... Well, it makes, especially in Santa Clara County, it makes no sense because down in like LA and Orange County, those teams are allowed to stay and their, you know, their COVID numbers, their hospitalizations, all of that is way higher than Santa Clara County. Mm-hmm. And even in San Francisco, like the Warriors are allowed to play, but for whatever reason, Santa Clara County isn't allowing it. So it, it makes no sense yeah. at all. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Sorry. Oh, we'll okay. feed. Okay. <laughs> My son wants to feed the snake. We'll feed the snake when I get off. Okay. Oh God. So what do you feed the snake? <laughs> <clears throat> it's a frozen pinky mice right now. What? It's like, so we just did frozen pinky mice, like baby, yeah. baby little- mice. They're like teeny tiny little and they're frozen. And then you just put them like in a baggie and then you put them in warm water for a couple minutes. So they're not frozen anymore. And then you just dangle it in front of the snake and it. <laughs> It eats it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I'm like, I'm glad. So, it's do you there. have a separate freezer for snake food? No, no, it's just in our freezer because they're in like these. The package is like two inches by three inches, like sealed. It's a like tiny, tiny little. There's I three know, frozen mice per package. Yeah. I just couldn't have like <laughs> frozen mice beside my like frozen berries. Like, well, actually, I have it next to the frozen. Throw it dog accidentally food. So it in the smoothie. <laughs> That actually what? happened oh, to gosh. a girlfriend. They accident. She accidentally chucked um, ground like grouse or something into the blender. Oh. Or her kid did, and had like, and was like, "This doesn't taste right." Oh. She's like, "Stop being so picky." And it was actual like ground meat of some sort. Oh, no. <laughs> oh gross! <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear a funny story about getting putting the wrong thing in your kid's smoothie? Yes. Yes. So we had taken, uh, it was one of the boys' uh, birthdays. I think he was turning two, and he had, we'd always thought, well, it would be fun to take the kids to Vegas. Like, you know, although it's fun for adults, there's a lot of fun things to do for kids too, right? So it was, the, it was our son's second birthday in the morning. We said, like, what do you want for breakfast? And he said, I want a smoothie. He loved smoothies. So I called down. We get a smoothie. I ordered, like, uh, strawberries and we always put like spinach or kale or something in it, like sneak in those greens. And the smoothies come and the kids are drinking them. Our, I think our son who at five of the time slammed his gone. The one of the boys had drank like half of it. He's like, it doesn't taste good. And our two-year-old had had maybe just two or three sips. And he kept saying, this doesn't taste good. This doesn't taste good. Like, it's fine. Drink it. You know, like I thought we thought we, they could taste the spinach. Yeah. So so Patrick's like it's fine and he takes a sip the room service had made them strawberry daiquiris no (laughs) (laughs) and our five-year-old had slammed it it was gone oh my god he's like I like this this is a great place so he had a nap not long after that (laughs) were you freaking out like I feel like like oh yeah oh yeah I called the pediatrician I told him what happened they said like most likely it was not going to do anything because there's so much other stuff in there yeah oh my so, god but we did throw them away did get a refund on those smoothies from the room service which that's <laughs> hilarious oh my god that's huh. wild i literally i have a similar story this happened last week um so we had gone actually to the fairmont and we took instead of like i don't know it's gonna we're gonna sound like such cheap 
asses, but we had some 20 something kids with us, you know, not 20, 20 something year old kids. So they were old enough, but I thought you meant like 20 children. No, not 20 kids. (laughs) No, we had some friends actually. Okay. So we had, uh, the Chase family was here with us. So we went with them to the Princess, big outdoor area. But drinks are like 25 bucks over there if you're going to get a cocktail. So we were like, oh, let's just take a water bottle and we'll put some vodka in it so that kids could still have a drink, but we didn't need to spend their money. So we have this water bottle. They maybe had two drinks with, you know, like mixed a drink at the table, no big deal. But then when we got home, I put it on, I put this water vodka bottle on the tape on the counter nobody really thought of it did anything and the next day I came back and I was like where's that vo- where's that water bottle that was right here and I thought that someone gave it to the dog I thought they poured it in the dog's bowl and the dog and I was like oh my god the dog's gonna be sick Ray's like you mean the one that was <sighs> sitting right here I go yeah he goes shit I put it in the coffee pot so all day, <laughs> best cup so, of coffee ever. Yeah, him and Kelly, Chase, and Raylynn drank like they had three. They were like, they, no one noticed that it tastes weird in the morning, but they drank like three cups of coffee in the morning, and they were they were, they were like, I thought that was really great coffee. Everybody's in a really great mood in the morning. Can <laughs> try coffee. that one day. Yeah. Oh god. I was just worried the dog was gonna get beat. I'm like, oh my god, please tell me that because usually that's what I do if there's like you know, random. Yeah, throw it the dog bowl. Throw it in yeah. the dog bowl. Yeah, no, coffee. Coffee. So at least they were uh, of age. And I don't know if they drove that day. Like, can you imagine? You don't even know that you're freaking drunk. Would the would the heat kill any of the alcohol though, maybe? I don't know. Good no. question. Try it. <laughs> Try it all you know. Try it. Let us know. Uh, what are you missing the most right now about um like a normal not just normal life, but I guess normal hockey routine, normal hockey life. Well, I think the people, like just seeing people, you know, gathering, going to dinners. I mean, seeing my family, like, you know, not even in hockey, just, mm-hmm. you know, it's just being with people. It's, it's isolating because we've pretty much been on lockdown here in Santa Clara since March. Like they really haven't re- re- let the restrictions up much. So it's been, it's been a lot, but I would say just the people. Yeah, in the beginning, we were both like watching the news nonstop. And then I thought, well, this isn't good for any of our mental health. And no. I could think of better ways to spend my day. And as long as I know I have to stay home, well, that's what I do. So it's, yeah, yeah. that's where we are now. I don't, I don't know what's happening in the world anymore. <laughs> I, know, I know. You got to keep your, well, and all we can control is our immediate circle anyway. So if you're doing yep. a good job at that, and like you said, staying mentally well, that's huge. Yeah, That's trying our best anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're having some fun date nights too. Are, yeah. Should we send Patrick a costume at the hotel? Oh, you totally should. <laughs> He'll probably wear it too. <laughs> like you have to wear this to the rink. We should find him like a sweet suit that he has to wear to the rink. He'll wear I'm it. Start, I'm gonna start searching. What size is he? <laughs> uh probably like a let's get his measure large let's get it let's get his measurement neck. <laughs> uh, i probably I wear good, it yeah i love a good dress up him yes oh yes a tiger yeah. suit <laughs> called make them purr the make we them did, purr suit we did do a tiger king night one night i even oh. i shaved his head into like a mullet because he hadn't had a haircut in i don't know like a month or two so I, sh- I gave him a mullet and then we did Tiger King night, one of our game nights. That was awesome. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> so I love it. I don't know. What would you like to leave people with? Do you have any advice for any new girl girls coming into this crazy hockey world that we live in? Oh gosh. Um, you know, I think just embracing it and like the good, the bad, all of it. Cause it does, it goes so quick. Like it, I remember being the young new girl, right? I remember being that 19-year-old walking into that wives' room terrified of, you know, of everything. And it seems like in the blink of an eye, it's, you know, I don't know how much longer he has, but we know it's coming to the end of his career. And it, like, it goes so quick. And there's so much about it that I'll miss. You know, it'll be great to have him home, but there's a lot that I'll miss about it. And so... I would say just embrace it, enjoy it. Quick question for you then too with that. Um, because you, you're saying you remember being young and going into all of it. Who was your first hockey friend? 
Oh boy. Um, Jeff Friesen's girlfriend, Rhonda. Rhonda. I knew Rhonda. Yes. Yeah. She was, she took me under her wing. I remember walking in just, you know, like a deer in headlights thinking, Oh God. And she came right up to me. Yeah. I think that was, that was the very first girl that, that welcomed me in. Oh, I love it. Awesome. Yeah. It is. It's fun to remember those ones. They really have an impact. And then they, then you remember what to do when you're, when, you know, when you, when see you're, yeah, when you there. see the new girl walk in. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Well, we are so grateful for your time. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today and uh, sharing some fun bits about your life. <laughs> Thanks for having yeah. me. Sorry for all the like dog squeaking toys and the interruptions, but yeah, you know, that's life. life right now. It's that's, chaos. But exactly. That's life. <laughs> yeah. Keep posting on Twitter. You guys are just so fun. Please <laughs> never stop doing that. <laughs> I love it. I get in trouble half the time. He's like, why did you post that? I'm like, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get over it. (laughs) You'll get over it. Yeah. Yeah. When I told him I, when I told him that I, uh, I'm like, oh, I shared that I made you do a ballet class. He's like, oh dear God. (laughs) But that's the stuff we need, right? I love the content people are looking for. Exactly. Really. Are you dancing at all anymore? Are you doing some dancing still? No, no I mean, I'll like, I'll, I have the, the mirror thing. I don't know if you yeah, guys have yes. seen that, that workout. I love it. Do you love but it? They okay. do. Yeah. They have the, um, they have ballet on there. They have tons of stuff, but it's, it's super cool. I actually like it better than the Peloton. Really? But they have like bar, they have ballet, they have like hip hop dance, they have weight training, they have cardio, they have all kinds of stuff. So I did, um, I was doing a ballet class and I told like, asked Patrick, I said, do you want to do it? He's like, I can do ballet. I'm like, really? No problem? He's like, yeah. Like, it's like yoga, right? I'm like, all right, come on. He was shaking and sweating. He's like, I have a whole new respect for dancers. Holy cow. I love to hear that. You feel good. Yeah. You feel good when they recognize that what you've done is hard too. Exactly. You're not the only tough one, buddy. (laughs) Well, thanks again, Christina. You've been such a pleasure to chat with. And um, I'm so glad we got to meet you, quasi meet you here. (laughs) Me too. Finally. Virtually meet. Well, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Well, good luck with the rest of school. Thank you. (laughs) Good luck with school and uh, good luck to the Sharks. Have a great season. I hope everybody stays healthy and well. And um, maybe we'll see you out here in Arizona. Hopefully. All right. Thanks, guys. Stay healthy. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Glow Anti-Aging. I've been going to Glow for the past two years and love the environment. I always feel refreshed and rejuvenated every time I leave. To maximize convenience and comfort, you can now pamper yourself at home by shopping all your favorite products online at gloantiaging.com and use the code OURHOCKEYLIFE for 10% off. Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera.